You're listening to a Countout Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is the other host of this show and uh the math match kid the <laughs> the best of the best the the goat the 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 batista bomb zach batista zach how you doing doing good i'll make it sure it's sweet it's fucking hot oh my god it's fucking hot a lot of people are dealing with a lot of heat right now uh yeah Hooray, hooray for capitalism burning the world down for profit. Anyway, <laughs> um, we are here. Uh, we got more matches this week, of course. Uh, we got some pretty good ones, I think. Uh, we're rocking, we're rolling. Zach, mm-hmm. what matches did you bring to the table this week uh, while we melt in our respective recording areas? Uh, I brought Roma versus Marina Tucker at WXW Wrestling. And then I brought Casey Black Rose Martinez going up against Chase Owens at Hybrid School of Wrestling for uh, the Texas Heavyweight Championship, I believe it was. Ooh, very cool. We had a championship match this week. I think the other one was... Hold on. Oh, yeah. Look at this. The other one was for the WXW World Women's We got two championship matches this week. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's... I didn't even notice that. That rules. All right. So... I brought to the table this week. I brought some matches I'm very excited about. I brought Christian Casanova taking on Blake Christian from Beyond Wrestling. Mm. Uh, and I brought Emmy Sakura taking on Kaylee Ray from Eve Riot Girls of Wrestling, of course. Uh, one of our one of our go-tos yes. here because, man, they put on some good matches. And this was no exception for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So, who started off last week? I want to say I did. You did? Alright, so I'll kick us off this week with a match from Beyond Wrestling, which is Blake Christian taking on Christian Casanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match is eight minutes long. Eight and a mm-hmm. half minutes long. Uh, but it's a Blake Christian match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So therefore, a lot happens in eight and a half minutes. Yes. Uh, this is, of course, as usual with Blake Christian matches, it's a Blake and you'll miss it kind of match. Uh, Christian Casanova is also... Uh, pretty evenly matched in terms of speed and abilities with uh, Blake Christian, so these two were basically just flying around the ring for the first, like, half of this match, reversing each other, going back and forth, doing high-flying moves. Uh, Like, right off the bat, like, 30 things happen where they just reverse each other and, like, one move actually lands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They just, like, go back and forth, but, like, none of them are actually hitting each other. They just keep, like, blocking, reversing, blocking, reversing. And, like, event- eventually one singular move hits, and it's, like, a, a drop kick from Casanova. <laughs> Finally. One yeah. Falls. It's, it was uh, pretty good. 
like, it just, it's, again, it's, like, right off the bat, they're just like, and we're gonna show you what we're all about. Um. Fair enough, fair enough. There's this really cool move where, uh, Casanova gets Blake Christian on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, it's like, he's laying on the ropes, like, this position is that he's sitting on, like, the middle rope, and he's, like, holding onto the top rope, and he's, like, leaning back. Okay. Uh, and then Casanova goes to the, the ropes, does, like, a springboard, like, backwards leg drop, mm-hmm. and just, like, plants Blake Christian into the ground. Ow. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then uh, Christian kicks out, comes back with a huge kick combo, uh, and just, like, takes takes Casanova out with a big kick to the head, goes to pin him, uh, he kicks out, and this is where the match starts slowing down a bit. But when I say slowing down, I don't mean, like, oh, they took it to the mat. There's still, like, huge spots happening. Like, during this slow part, there's still, like, a springboard moonsault from Casanova to, like, a standing Blake Christian. But, like, the big spots are still happening. They're just happening much slower now. (laughs) Which is fair, because the beginning of this match was, like, 200 miles an hour. (laughs) We went from Mach 10 to a slight Mach 6. Yes, uh, and then I promise you it gets back up to a Mach 10 again later. Nice. Because at this point, this is when Blake Christian uh, is kind of... Uh, there's some, still some big spots. They're going they're going back and forth, hitting each other with, like, big moves. Like, uh, Christian Casanova hits another one of those springboard leg drops with uh, Christian on the ropes. Uh, Christian kicks out again, and then hits a... He hits a... He gets up, gets Casanova in, like, a DDT position, hits him with a DDT, but then rolls through on the DDT and hits, like, a package suplex. Like, a blue... Like, a, it was, like, a... Package suplex, like a blue thunderbomb kind of thing. That sounds sick. It was very cool. Uh, and then it was back to the crazy quick sequences where they're just, like, trading strikes back and forth. Like, going ham on each other, you know? Like, I, I, I can't even... I don't even remember what happens because it's all just happen Like that. Like, mm. my brain can't process it sometimes, man. Gotcha, these gotcha. Two, these two go. Uh, but this crazy fast sequence ends with uh, Blake Christian hitting a standing Spanish fly... When Casanova tries to go, uh, bounce off the, run the ropes on him and hit him with, like, a crossbody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian just catches him and just hits him with a Spanish fly, like, just standing, which is gotcha. wild. Um, then, uh, that, that takes them both down for a bit, uh, after that crazy long sequence. They're both worn out, uh, but they get back to their feet and start trading blows back and forth, kicks, chops, elbows, you know, the whole nine. Um. Gotcha, gotcha. But, then... Blake Christian ends up, like, blocking one of Casanova's elbows, spinning him around, and just hitting him with, like, a snap German suplex. Ooh. Which sends, uh, Casanova on, like, to the, like, uh, like, leaning on the apron on the outside, but, like, just, he's, like, laying down, and his head is underneath the bottom rope. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And he's, like, laying on his stomach, and Blake Christian just, like, runs the ropes and hits like a, a six one nine on the bottom like with the bottom rope. Ooh. Alright. Uh, all right. Which was sick. Uh and then Blake Christian tries to go up top. Uh Casanova dodges and then is able to hit a Hurricane Rana DDT, like a poison rana, but like not backward oh. not like backwards. You know what I you, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 I got you. He basically just hits like a Hurricane Rana but plants Blake Christian on his head, uh which leads into his uh what did he call it? It was a Booker it was like a Booker T rope. I think it was like the sucker kick or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
from Christian Casanova. It's like it's basically just like Booker T scissor kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he hits the Hurricane Rana DDT into the scissor kick, which gets him the one, two, three, and Christian Ooh. Casanova wins this match. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this one was pretty solid. Uh, like I said, very fast action. There's a bit. There's bits where it slows down, but there's still like the big flashy, like flippy spots here and there, and then it goes right back to 100 miles an hour again to to get to the end of the match. You know, and like they they hit the gas, eased up a little bit, and then mm-hmm. went right back on hitting the gas. Yeah. Um. It, it, like, it, this was eight and a half minutes, but all that the, all that stuff that I described happened, and it's like because these two just. Went from spot to spot to spot to spot to spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, hey, it was a very fast-paced, awesome eight-and-a-half-minute match. I'm going to give it the high med. This one was solid. Fair enough, fair enough. That's a nice start. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Uh, so, Zach, what is your first match of this week? Uh, let's go for... Let's do Roma versus Marina Tucker first. So, uh, before I actually get into this match, like... I will say, uh, the production value in this is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. It's like one guy with a handheld camera moving around the ring, and because of that, the audio isn't awful, but it's not great. Like, to give you an example, there is commentary for this match. It's just the cameraman has to be close enough to the table to actually catch the commentators. So, like, mm-hmm. there are moments that, like, you don't hear any commentary, and then as you move further, as they move further to the left, you suddenly hear in your left, you're the commentators. And I remember thinking to myself, I, I wish I could have heard the commentators, because they actually seemed like they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, c'est la vie. Yep. So I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm not going to, like, expect, like, God-tier production value from every <laughs> in- independent wrestling promotion. Yeah, if you expect that, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So... I, I've definitely, and also I've definitely heard worse audio or seen worse camera uh, production in this on this. Fair. Anywho, out of the negatives, let's get right into the match here. Starts off with a quick collar and elbow tie-ups by uh, which uh, Roma gets the upper hand with, and she tries to use it to uh, roll up Marina. She then chucks Marina into the corner and hits several running strikes before Judo throwing her into the middle of the ring. Marina kicks out of a cover from this and then retreats to the corner, so Roma tries to hit her with a running strike. But Marina trips her and sends her face first into the corner. Marina then throw, follows this up with an amazing-looking running knee that hits Roma square in the jaw. Love Ooh. the way this one looked. Whap. Yep. Roma then moves to another corner, but Marina follows her and then hits a... What I've described here, I think, is a great-looking punch and chop to, uh, to Roma's chest. Nice. Roma then moves again, this time... Uh, She's actually able to dodge Marina's next chop, and then she responds with her own chop, which also looks and sounds quite impactful. Okay. Uh, Marina then counters an Irish whip from Roma, and as Roma jumps on the bottom rope and tries to hit Marina, uh, <laughs> she grabs her hair and yanks her to the mat, and Marina then just dominates Roma for a bit here. She's uh, laid over the middle rope and choked by Marina as she literally lays her entire body on top of her head and shoulders as she's on the rope. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of poses for the camera. Nice. She uh, beats her up a bit more, drops her with a face buster. She then scoop slams Roma into the ring, goes to the top rope. But Roma's able to actually get up to the top rope and bring her crashing down to the mat with a superplex. The two are then laid out at this point and unable to stand. They both then get up at the same time. Marina is the first one to strike, but Roma then blocks it and hits her own strike. This repeats once more until Roma hits several running clotheslines, followed up with a bridging suplex into a pin that Marina kicks out, which I thought was really cool because it was like a normal suplex, but then she kind of like hooked the leg after the fact. Mm-hmm. 
Roma then picked Marina up and she tried to fight back, but Roma then nails her with a inverted stomp face buster, or basically it's Chuck Taylor's soul food if you've ever seen him do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, one of my favorite things in this is to look up the names of moves just to see how ridiculously complex and sounding they are when they can be something so simple as just eat defeat. <laughs> the song eat, Marina eat, does. Eat defeat. Eat yep. defeat. Mm hmm. Uh, thank you, Gail Kim. Uh, so somehow Marina kicks out of this, and I remember because commentary was like, what? How did she kick out? I was like, oh, damn, it's a big deal. I was like, what? Okay. And then as Marina gets up and starts to fight back, the two start to exchange strikes back and forth. Marina then punches Roma in the stomach, hits her with a snapmare, and then finishes her off with a shining wizard for the win and retaining her title. Nice. This match was solid. There was a just standard match. Uh, I thought that each... The one thing that stood out for me in this match, though, that I have to give each one props, is they had some very good-looking strikes in this match. Mm-hmm. Like, I go into each match with zero expectations, and I don't expect, like, amazing strikes or awful strikes, but these two, I was genuinely surprised at how good they both were. Nice. nice. Uh, that being said, the match is going to get a meh for me. Okay. Outside of the strikes, there was nothing super special about this match. It's a good gotcha. match, though. Okay. I enjoyed myself. Very cool, very cool. All right, so... My second match of the week, I got Emmy Sakura taking on Kaylee Ray from Ooh. Eve Riot Girls of Wrestling. And wow, dude, this match was awesome. It's sound. The, just the two involved, that I have high expectations not even watching it. I did as well, and boy, how did they meet my expectations. Uh, this match is a very... It's very technical. It's a lot of submission holds. A lot of submission holds and a lot of... It's like a lot of submission holds, but then on the other hand, it's also just a lot of big, like, heavy moves. A lot of big slams, a lot of mm-hmm. heavy strikes. Like, very hard-hitting, very technical matchup. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But also, because it's Emi Sakura, there's also a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, I love. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for that. Uh, like, <laughs> in the beginning, where... So, in the beginning of this match, they get into, like... The old collar and elbow, start doing the basic chain wrestling, you know, collar and elbow to wrist lock to waist lock to yep. you know, the, the basic, like, start of a wrestling match. Uh, but the, just both of their, the way they play out this chain wrestling that we see, like, all the time made yep. it special because there was some funny points where, um, actually, first off, before all this, I want to say, Kaylee Ray tried to start this match off with a handshake, and Emmy Sakura smacked her hand away to start this one. <laughs> uh, and then they get into everything. Uh, and there is one point where Kaylee Ray locks in a full Nelson on Emmy Sakura. Oh, shit, okay. And Emmy Sakura just starts, like, dancing. She's, like, wiggling her hips and, like, dancing with her hands. She's like, yeah, to, like, get out of it. And she just, like, slips out of it <laughs> by... By dancing, and it's very funny. Sounds funny. Um, and then, and then she gets caught in a waist lock a little, uh, like right a little bit after that. And the ref comes over. He asks her, "She's like, what do you say, Emmy? You tap? You, you gonna tap? You gonna give up?" And of course, no. Uh, of course. But what Emmy does is she grab. She like you know when you like go to like square dance somebody and you like hook arms together. Yeah. She does that with the ref. Oh. Slides out from Kaylee Ray, and then her and the ref just start, like, dancing around, like, like, like jumping around the ring with their arms linked. And <laughs> okay. then she drags the ref with her since their arms are together and just dump, and just uses the ref to double close like Kaylee Ray. 
I like that. I like that. Some innovative that, offense was, right there. It was very, very good. Um, this this makes Kaylee Ray upset though, of course, because uh, when she ends up getting back up from that clothesline, they fight in the corner a little bit. They fight in the corner a little bit. They go. They trade some chops, and Kaylee Ray's chops are vicious this match. Yeah. Um. So Kaylee Ray gets a couple of nice shots in in the corner, but then Emmy Sakura just like shakes him off and like flips it around throws Kaylee Ray into the corner, starts hitting her with some strikes, and she just grabs Kaylee Ray by the hair and just yeets her across the ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see you, Emmy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then uh, after that, Kaylee Ray uh, take, takes Emmy to the mat uh, and just turns it into this technical battle where they just go, they, they go back and forth with submission holds a lot this match. Mm. Um, just in terms of like, Submission hold, reverse into this submission hold, reverse into this submission hold, or like break out of this submission hold, get a rope break, you know? Gotcha. Like gotcha. lots and lots of mat work in this one, and it all ends up being very good. Uh, because a lot of the submissions are pretty creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the match is when Kaylee Ray has that submission hold where she has Emmy like on her knees and she's yeah. like pulling back her arm and her leg like over her over her knees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then Emmy reverses it by like kipping up her body and like flipping around and hitting the crossbody. Ooh. Onto Kaylee right. and going right into a pit attempt and Kaylee Ray kicks out. Of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like it's just such a cool match of like showing how how good both of these women are on the mat and how good they are technically, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one point where uh, Emmy goes to pick up Kaylee Ray from a submission hold after I think it was right after that pin attempt where she hits her with the crossbody, uh, but then Kaylee Ray breaks out, gets Emmy Sakura in a headlock and hits a tornado DDT in the corner, mm-hmm. uh, and then Kaylee Ray goes up to the top rope. Uh, to go for like a splash or something, but Emmy pops up, meets her up there, hits her with a superplex off the top rope. Ooh, absolutely takes her down. Uh, they're both down from this superplex because it was huge. Uh, and then as they're getting up, as they're both standing up, they're like they both are getting to their feet, and while they're both getting to their feet, the entire time they're they're hitting each other with strikes. Nice. It's like from from their knees, they're hitting each other. Then they get up to one knee, they keep hitting each other. Then they're on their feet and they're hitting each other. Nice. Like it's Back just it's just a chop off, a strike fest. Like they are just absolutely just nailing each other with these with these just strikes. Right? They're just throwing hands, basically. I like it a lot. It sounds like I like. Yeah, it's it's you would you would love this match. And spoiler alert, you're probably getting this one next week. Um, <laughs> but Hell yeah. There is a point where Emmy uh, gets the upper hand in the strike contest. She throws Kaylee Ray through the ropes, and mm-hmm. Kaylee Ray's on the apron. And what you need to know for this is that the ring is against a wall. Oh, like one one of the parts of the one like the one side of the ring is like back up against the wall, a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So when she goes on the apron, she's basically like trapped in between the brick wall and the ring. Gotcha, there's like gotcha. no there's like nowhere to go in between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Emmy like throws her through the ropes, like onto the apron, and Kaylee Ray stands up in between the ropes and the wall, and then Emmy just like su- suicide dives herself into Kaylee Ray, and just just like into the brick wall. Oh, I'm glad that you it didn't do what I think you were gonna say, which is she dodges and she just ran her to a Did, wall. Bam. <laughs> no, no, she she like it was it wasn't like a straight 
like suicide dive. She like turned her body, obviously, so she wouldn't you know go head first into a brick mm-hmm. wall. Uh, but still, it was very. It looked very brutal because the way we'll she see. like made impact. It looked ve- it looked like a very heavy like impact. It was just like it's, wham, you know. It still sounded like it sucked to get take. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and then these two again just go back. It, there's a lot of points in this match where these two just like stand up from like a big move and then just punch each other in the face, <laughs> or chop <laughs> each other, or just like trade strikes back and forth. Yeah, punch in the face. Like this is a this is a dick swinging contest. <laughs> Kaylee Ray goes to the top uh one more time uh after she after she takes out Emmy goes to the top one more time goes for a crossbody onto Emmy while she's on the ground but Emmy is able to like position herself in a way where she gets a cross arm bar in mm-hmm. she like catches Kaylee Ray off the top rope and ca- and locks her into like a cross arm breaker ooh okay um which Kaylee Ray escapes cuz she's close enough to the ropes to be able to escape that fair um, enough fair enough then they stand up. Emmy, I think, hits... Emmy hits some sort of move. I can't remember exactly what move it was. But Emmy hits some big move to get uh, Kaylee Ray down. Emmy goes to the top rope, hits a moonsault, wins the match. Nice. Yeah, so Emmy Sacker comes out on top on this one. Uh, with It looked like a moonsault, but like she turned her body to like land kind of sideways on Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what to call it, so I just called it a moonsault. Uh, but... Anyway, she gets the one, two, three with that. Uh, this match was absolutely bonkers. Like I love this match. That even even with all like the groundwork and mat work and technical work, it never felt boring because they were constantly reversing each other and trying to get the upper hand on each other. So like there, it felt like there was never a submission hold that lasted a little too long. You know, sometimes how like a rest hold might last a little long, and it's like ugh. Yeah, and it just you're just kind of like just sitting there like. Yes. I can't even do that. It's like an emo for Twitch Shower. It's just like the sad, like, just the flat emo. It's like, ugh. Yeah, that Anyways. never happened this match. Uh, all of the all of the, 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 the submission holds felt like they were the right amount of time before a reversal happened or a kickout happened or something happened, you know, where it changed up the game a little bit and made you like, oh, something new's happening. Cool. You know? Nice. Nice. Um, like so, yeah, the pacing of this match was great. Like I, like I said, I think it worked for Emmy a lot because Emmy is on the older side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of the mat work and submission holds were to catch your breath and keep up with Kaylee Ray, who's a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you, it, it didn't feel like that. It just felt like a wrestling match where people were just working the mat very well, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these like these submission holds never actually felt like a rest hold. It felt like just more wrestling, which was great. Uh, nice. Emmy was, Emmy was selling... Emmy's selling was off the charts. Kaylee Kaylee setting was off, selling was off the charts. Like everyone, just like these two, just really put their all into this one, and really, it, you could tell they wanted to have an awesome match, and I think they absolutely did. Uh, I'm giving this one the mark out. I like this one a lot. Uh, Emmy yeah. Sacker and Kaylee Ray put on one hell of a fucking fight, and I really, really liked it. So we like to fucking hear mm-hmm. good shit. Mm-hmm. It was very, very good. Uh, so go check that out on Eve's uh, uh, Eve's YouTube channel. Uh, you will you will absolutely not regret it. I promise. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is my second match of the week. Zach, what do you got for your second match? Okay, that would be Black Rose Martinez or Casey Black Rose Martinez going against Chase Owens at Hybrid School of Wrestling for the Texas Heavyweight Championship. The champion being Chase Owens, and that's actually the reason why I picked this match because I've been trying to keep up with New Japan recently. It's been going pretty well. 
And uh, Chase Owens, I don't, I don't really know much about what he's done in New Japan, but he showed up on the first time I saw him. He had this belt, and he's like, "I won this belt in Texas, and I've been defending it all around." And I was like, "You know what? Talk your shit. Let me see if you could. Let me see you wrestle defending that belt." And so here we are today, as I found a match for that. So this match, it is very clearly the face ish of this match is Owens, and the heel is Martinez because Martinez just doesn't seem to like anybody, no matter what. Like he comes out, he's mad. He's in the ring. He's mad. He does not care about anybody. Owens is at least kind of liked. So the match starts off with some... Well, with Owens, funnily enough, as you said before, uh, Owens goes for a handshake. Martinez slaps his hand away. Nice. Repeating the same thing, but, you know, classic. They get into some solid chain wrestling between the two before uh, Martinez grabs Owens by the hair and slams him to the ring. He then go. Then Owens gets up all angry, so he runs to the outside to get away from him. And eventually mm-hmm. he does get back in the ring, and the two then lock up again with Martinez throwing Owens into the corner, and Martinez then charges him, so Owen leaps over him and uses his speed to just kind of run circles around him. Like, no matter what, he, like, he tries to grab him, he slips through his grasp. He goes to punch him, he dodges it. It's just like a complete outclass of classing him with his speed. He then gets in front of Martinez, and he says, stop! He puts his hands out in front of him, right? And he mm-hmm. says, grab my leg. And it's kind of like one of those things where, like, when someone tells you to do something, you just do it without questioning it if they have enough authority and confidence. So Martinez does it, and he gets almost he gets rolled up by Owens for a two. And I, was, <laughs> it made me laugh more than it probably should, because I was like, that is so stupid. So the two then um, separate for a bit and lock up again until Martinez throws Owens into the ropes. And uh, Martinez is able to actually duck him again when he goes to punch him, and the two then run the ropes Mm-hmm. simultaneously like they're both running the ropes trying to like hit each other mm-hmm. so owens eventually cuts him off and then does the same exact thing stop hands in front of him look up martinez <laughs> listens to him again and owens for his troubles just slaps him clean across the face it's a good slap too stop falling for it oh don't you worry because similar to before this martinez throws owens again martinez drops to the floor and ducks him again the two run the ropes again except this time Martinez stops Owens and tells him to stop, look up. And as he feels also, he's like, hey, he's going to look up. He just gets slapped across the face immediately. And Owens is like, I'm not going to. I did the same thing to you twice, bro. <laughs> and Martinez gives up trying to stop and do this ever again. And uh, Yeah, thank God. <laughs> honestly, it was just so funny with the idea of just like if you have enough confidence in yourself, people will just listen to you. If, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again, right? But apparently, but apparently, even with the succeed, with the succeeding, you kept trying anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kept. It was just like, ah, it just keeps working. So I kept doing it. Uh, it Mar- yeah. Or, or I'll say this: Martinez did a good job of making this even funnier, just because like every time he got hit, he looked either genuinely surprised or like, like motherfucker, like every time. <laughs> Owens, of course, after this taunts Martinez because, of course, why wouldn't you after you just did that to someone twice in a row? Mm-hmm. So Martinez kicks him in the in the gut and then delivers several stiff forearms to his chest. He then goes to run the ropes, but Owens is close behind in a meet and slides out underneath the bottom rope as he's about to hit the rope, and he pulls his legs out from underneath him and he falls face first into the floor. Mm-hmm. Owens then connects with a double axe handle off the top rope and then a huge backdrop. He then throws Martinez into the ropes and hits him with a single leg drop kick, which then sends him to the outsides. He does try to continue his offense here with a punt kick, but Martinez is able to grab his foot and throw his leg up, which sends him crashing back first onto the apron. He then rams Owens back first into the apron a couple more times, and then he slides him back into the ring. Okay. Martinez then continues to beat down Owens and target his back here, and despite Owens' best efforts to fight back. 
and it's a lot of just at this point of him grinding down Owens. Like he locks in a stern chin lock with his uh, with his knee like grinding into lo- Owens' lower back. Mm-hmm. He gets him to the floor after he starts to get out and puts it into a sleeper hold. He almost passes out, but thanks to the crowd supporting him, Owens is actually able to hulk back up and get out of it and deliver a few impactful palm strikes to the ribs of Martinez, followed by a stiff chop to the chest. Yeah, He tries to keep this up when Martinez throws him into the ropes and he uh, kicks him in the chest to stop a potential backdrop. But then nice. Martinez just decks him with a lariat like that just floors him. Okay. Martinez then locks in a headlock. And then in a creative spot, he, as he has him in a headlock, he grabs Owen's wrist because he has wrist tape on. He unwraps like, it and chokes him out with it as, like, as he's got this headlock in. Very nice. The ref, of course, forced him to let it go. I mean, not but nice, it, but, you know. Yeah, no, but, like, you know. <laughs> creative. I, I, I was like, oh, I'm like, that was nice, considering the fact that, like, I kind of went to this match expecting a lot of heavy strikes and, like, you know, holds and, like, just a technical match. So it was nice to see something like that in here. Uh, after this, it's just a lot of ba- Martinez just beating Owens down, Owens trying to fight back, and then Martinez just winning in the end, no matter what he tries to do. Uh, the next thing I've noted here is that there is this cool spot during this where uh, Martinez is, like, chucking Owens from corner to corner like a ping pong ball. Oh, no. As, like, he just keeps, like, he keeps just... It's like when you're playing a wrestling game and you like do like the really hard Irish whip to throw your opponent into the into the corner to just destroy their back. It's basically like that over okay. and over and over again. Yikes! He then locks in a waist lock immediately as Owens falls to the floor and just keeps him down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Owens does get to his feet, and even though Martinez does beat him down for a bit more, he finally is able to dodge a running strike in the corner and make a comeback. Where he gets several running strikes, slides between Martinez's legs, and then nails him with a firm enziguri. Owens okay. then hits a running elbow, a clothesline, goes for a super kick, but then Martinez catches his foot, goes for a German, except Owens wriggles out of that, catches Martinez as he runs at him, and then drops him back first onto his knee. Looks really fucking cool for something so simple. Like, it's kind of like, like, you know a, um, a Uranagi? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that, except instead of slamming him, he just kind of, like, caught him and then dropped him, like, just straight down onto his knee. Woof. Without any force at all. Like, he just kind of stopped him and just let him do the work for him. <laughs> just use, use the momentum against him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. After this, Martinez is able to stop Owens with a forearm to his lower back. Again, just keeping up on that lower back, trying to stop Owens whenever he can. And then uh, hits him with a backdrop that he transitions into a Uranagi, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Martinez, uh, shortly after this, Owens actually is able to get out of a torture rack position that he has him in. And he just stiffly hits him in the face with a back elbow. Nails him with a snapmare, and then a shining wizard, funnily enough. But this doesn't end him the match like the other match. Okay. He does try to end it, though, with his finisher, which is a package pile driver. But Martinez rams him into the corner, back first. And in the corner, Owens briefly fights back before going to the middle rope. But then Martinez hits this awesome spot where he just grabs Owens' two legs and just sweeps them out from underneath him. And he ends up crashing back first onto the top turnbuckle. Ouch. Looked fucking awesome. Sounds like it. Martinez then slams into Owens with a running cannonball into the corner before then taunting him and, like, lightly hitting him. You know, like, every, like, heel does it. Like, they slap them in the head. They're, like, kicking their face. And they're like, come on, get up. What what, what was that, huh? And then after one hard-sounding slap from Martinez to Owens' face, Owens just immediately stands up like he just pissed off the wrong person. And it leads to probably my favorite part of this entire match, which is the ending sequence of it. Simply put, it is a slobber knocker from this point out of unforgiving back and forth strikes. Owens pops off with a bunch of strikes. Martinez immediately fights back, hits his own rapid series of strikes. Owens sounds off with like another combination just after this. And like, just as the fans are like, 
Yeah, follow that. Martinez immediately just boots Owen in the face, and as he's rebounding off the ropes, he just wipes him out with a lariat. Oh. It was fucking awesome. The two are wiped at this point. Yeah, I bet. It sounds like a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was Owens rebounded off the ropes and wiped down with a lariat. It was just fucking awesome. Martinez then, first to get some offense after this, he hits uh, Owens with a snap German suplex, followed by a Springford moonsault onto Rowans. However, Owens actually is able to counter this by getting his knees up, and then hits a absolutely disgusting running knee to the side of Martinez's face, and then finally finishes him off with a package pile driver for the win. And then after the match, Martinez's friend Alexander Crowley shows up, eyes Owens' belt before going to the ring to help his friend up. This match was pretty good. Nice. I quite enjoyed this match. The strike stood out a lot to me, kind of like the last one, but goddamn, man, the ending sequence of this match was so fucking good. Okay. Like, I yeah, was... It's, it's, yeah, you, you descri- it sounded pretty awesome. Yeah. It sounded like this match was just, like, building up to that, and I yeah, guess that's exactly. fair, because that's, you, you know, how matches work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of that, uh, I will actually want to point out here, Owens actually did a fantastic job of selling his back throughout this match. Like, every time, like, even getting up, like, he held his back, and I was like, I'm like, well, fucking play Chase Owens. Okay. I was on the fence with this match, but uh, you know what? I'm going to let it squeak by with a high meh. <laughs> Gotta let it squeak by. Yep. Just for me. You're just feeling merciful today. Feeling merciful. But yeah, it just barely gets the high meh for me because for me, like, I was debating how much the ending sequence I made this match for me. And it, after going through with you, I, yeah, this, the ending sequence, like, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like it was pretty, pretty dope. All right. So. That just leaves us with the match we both took a look at, which obviously is a surprise to everybody. And right now, we will reveal what that match is because we got to review it. So, that <laughs> match we both took a look at was Thunder Rosa versus Lindsay Snow from Mission Pro Wrestling. Zach, what did you think about this one? I thought it was absolutely awesome. That was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was definitely solid. I uh, heavy hitting. <laughs> Very heavy hitting, yes. The beginning of this match is, as I wrote here, the equivalent of two stags locking horns yeah. and fighting each other. And then after that, it's the equivalent of two... If you've ever seen two giraffes fighting each other, it's pretty much like that. <laughs> if you don't know... I'm so giraffe- sorry. I'm so sorry. Just the, Every time someone brings up the images of giraffe, they get image of giraffes fighting each other, which honestly, funny enough, isn't the first time this has happened to me like this week. Uh, I always just die laughing because it's just so funny. Watch, just, yeah. Go ahead, describe what yeah. you were, say. Say what you were gonna say first. So, for any of you that don't know, if you the way giraffes fight because they their legs can't get up is they just slam each other's heads into <laughs> each, into their bodies. It's <laughs> but with their long necks, it looks ridiculous because they're it just does. like swinging their heads around with their long ass necks and just bashing into each other. Pretty it's so, much, it's yeah. so sad to watch it happen, but it's so goddamn funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the basically, <laughs> I was when I would di- I was referring to that is basically they like these two literally are just dragging each other around the ring, refusing to lay each other going. And then at one point, I think it was Rosa like knees snow in the chest, and they're just kneeing each other repeatedly over and over. After this, let's see. Uh, after this, they separate. Snow, I think, gets a a wrist lock on Rosa, so Rosa arm drags her quite a bit and hits a drop kick. They exchange heavy strikes, and there's a lot of fucking beefy hits in this match with uh, Rosa getting the upper hand and putting Snow in the corner and then she hits a very impactful chop to her chest which I recall being like ow fuck yeah those gunshot okay. chops yeah and then uh, Rosa chucked her into the opposite corner and ran at her but Snow got out of the way hit a running uppercut double knees to the face and then a single leg drop kick to her face those combos are like 
so quick and so simple, but damn, do they look cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Rosa then kicks out and turns an Irish whip around on Snow and throws her into the corner and hits mm-hmm. her. Uh, she runs to hit her, but Snow then, after, yeah, she exits out of the ring very yeah. quickly. She does the thing, like she does the thing where she like slides through the ropes, like she's gonna reverse it, but then instead of hitting Rosa with a move, she just like leaves. <laughs> she she's just like, goes on the outside. She's like, I'm too smart, and as she's doing this, like Rosa's like down low on the, gro- on, the on like the ground, like aiming, like aiming at her to like hit her with her next move, and then she uh, drops her to the floor with a wrecking ball drop kick. And the two, uh, let's see, they brawl outside after this, uh, exchange stiff strikes, of course, back and forth, nothing less in this match. I think this was Chop Night, too, so they were commentary, which was Holly Dead and another commentator I'm unaware of the name of, unfortunately. They were counting how many chops they were doing at one point in this match for how many chops were total throughout the night, I think. Uh, 20, yeah, I, I remember it being, like, 22. I think, yeah, I think at this point in the match on the outside, I think it was, like, 22 was where uh, mm-hmm. they counted. Let's see, I think, yeah, Snow gains the upper hand here after... Uh, and throws Rosa into the ring, and then she dominates for a bit, and she uh, she locks in a really nasty-looking bow and arrow hold on Rosa, which I, I love the bow and arrow hold. It's such a cool-looking move. So a bow and arrow hold is kind of like where an opponent, they kind of get their opponent's back positioned on both their shins, and they kind of bunch up, and then they grab their neck and their legs, and they yank them both back so that their back is just being pushed into their shins. It's very cool-looking. I hope I did a good job describing that. You did. You did. Absolutely did. Uh, yeah, it's it's brutal. Bow and, arrow hold, bow and arrow holds are, like, always a lot. <laughs> so with Snow in control, what, what 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 stood out to you while Snow was in control here, or maybe after that? Uh, while Snow is in control, uh, what if, uh, what if, actually, not, nothing really while Snow was in control, it, just, it was, like, basic, like, kind of, you know, heel stuff, just, like, her beating down on Thunder Rosa, like, throwing her around the ring, just, yep. just like, strong-arming her, really, you know? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. but one of my favorites is when Rosa actually comes back and locks in that arm bar. Oh, that tilt-a-whirl foot into the Fujiwara looks yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, that was awesome. That was one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. Uh, and then they just go, like, for a bit trading submissions back and forth. Yes. Uh, which was very cool. Fujiwara. Rosa gets, uh, no, Snow gets the cross face, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome, which I liked a lot because she basically countered an arm drag from Rosa and then put it into a pin attempt into the crossface, which I was like, oh, that's a nice nod to her MMA background. Yeah, Being it like, was... Yeah, no, that's not gonna work. It was pretty sick. And, um, they were, they were hitting... They, they were, they were, uh, saying this whole match that, uh, they both, both of these... The, uh, Thunder Rosa and, and, uh, Lindsay Snow both trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right, I think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And they they both like kind of had like this weird MMA background. Like, not weird. This they they both had this like MMA background, so they were kind of like fighting each other on the mat a lot and uh, trying to like reverse each other. And there were points where Rosa was going for takedowns and Lindsay Snow was going for takedowns, and it was like a cool little like offshoot from like you know professional wrestling. But like the fact that they both had this like cool MMA kind of background made this match a little more interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. I think the next, I think my next favorite spot for this was probably when Rosa was in the corner and she, like, Snow was running at her to, uh, I forgot, I think it was after she chopped Rosa. Mm-hmm. And Rosa double-kneed her in the chest, mule-kicked her when she came back, and then hit that amazing-looking drop kick from the top rope. Which yes, just, that was the next spot I had, the big the big missile drop kick that Rosa was hit was so unreal. goddamn good. Yeah. Just absolutely, just sent Snow flying. Mm-hmm. She gets fired up after this fire call correctly because the two of them are wiped, and then Rosa gets up first and just pops off. Yeah, Rosa fires up and just like starts nailing 
uh, Snow with a, a handful of strikes. I was going to say, the one that stood out for me was, of course, the dropkick bomb to her ribs when she was laying on the ropes. Ugh. Like, Ugh. And Holly did on commentary. He's like, I've been hit with this before. It sucks. She's like, those ribs, bruised, guaranteed. Yeah. She was oh, like, God. yeah, that sucks. I don't, I don't want, I hate taking that move. It, it's, uh, woof. Oh, God. A lot of fights back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. Rosa kicks her square in the temple of her head at one point, and when she oh, yeah. tries it, when she's on the floor, and then Rosa goes to the top rope, and Snow just whips out a motherfucking muscle buster after she insegures her in the face and just drops her. And I was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, fucking just, muscle you're, buster! You're just gonna pull out a muscle buster now? What? I love the way that fucking the move, move that's was... banned in like the big company." Pretty much, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I love that how that move looks, by the way. It looks so fucking cool. Even if it might be a bit dangerous to take, unfortunately. It's kind of like the buckle bomb, honestly. Yeah. The buck- buckle bombs are scary, too. Mm-hmm. All of those moves are terrifying. But, like, you know, if you have if you have two skilled people who know how to take it, then it'll be fine. Which, this is uh, the, which these two people are, clearly, because they were both fine. Mm-hmm. I love how after Rosa kicked out of this, Snow just looked absolutely, like, just shocked, like, the fuck? <laughs> like, how did you do that? So then she waits for her to get up and just blast her with a shining wizard, which now I've realized there's, like, been four shining wizards called in this already. I've, I think it's the most shining time I've said shining wizards on this show in general. It's a great-looking move, though. Let's see. Two uh, go back and forth after this with really heavy strikes. Like, this is, like, a, the classic back and forth, back and forth, strike after strike. And I think, yeah, Rosa gets the upper hand with a single-leg drop kick to Snow's face, followed by uh, the Thunder Driver, which is a belly-to-belly pile driver, which looked fucking awesome for the win. Yeah, yeah, it's basically. Yeah, the, the, Thunder, the Thunder Driver was awesome, yeah. I loved how that looked. I don't think I've seen Thunder Rose actually hit the Thunder Driver. If I did, I forgot, and now I re-remembered it. Yeah, the Thunder Driver is such... It, it's like... It's just a cool-looking move. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Thunder Driver... I used to use like a variation of that in the WWE games on all of my creative characters because I like the move so much. Ah, uh, so it was Thunder Driver and Spanish Fly for your guys. Basically, it was like Thunder Driver, Spanish Fly, uh, Super Kick. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's just it's fun a cool-ass looking move, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Those are all just sick. All right, uh, so what are we giving this match at uh, the end of the day? I'm gonna, I, I have a, my rating like right off the bat for this one. You go first. I'll tell you what mine is, and I'll give my reasoning behind I'm it. I'm giving this one... A meh. I thought it was decent. I thought it was solid wrestling. Uh, nothing that really blew me away. Like I expected a lot out of these two. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't exactly floored by this match. You know. Yeah. Um, it was solid. Don't get me wrong. Uh, because mm-hmm. how could Lindsay Snow and Thunder Rosa, two incredibly talented wrestlers, have a bad match together? You know. Correct. Uh, but it just wasn't anything exciting. Uh, so I'm going to stick with the Met here, I think. So, I was actually thinking you were going to go higher. I actually am also getting the Met. Because this match was good. It was a solid match. But I, my main gripe that I had with this match was that several times in this match, the chemistry between these two just felt off to me. Yeah, something something was definitely wrong. I agree. Or, like, moves didn't hit like they should. But like then, but then the thing is, then there were other spots, though, where they clicked, like the missile dropkick spot. The mm-hmm. striking spot. Like, there were several times this match where I was like, oh, that looked great. And then there were other times where, like, they'd go for some moves or, like, a spot, and I'd be like, hmm. Bummer. Yeah. Like, if all these spots clicked, this match would probably get a high meh for me. But for now, I'm going to give it the meh as well. Okay. Fair enough. Like, again, it's a solid match. It's just, for me, like, the disjointed parts of it kind of, like, took it down for me. 
Yeah, I agree. But I, it was just like, yeah, it was fine in mm-hmm. the end. Uh, but yeah, this was, this was an alright match. And if you want to go check it out, it is on Title Match Network again, where all the Mission Pro Wrestling matches are. God bless Title Match Network for putting up all these awesome matches from different promotions up on I there. agree, I agree. Uh, <laughs> if you're ever looking for some good indie wrestling matches, uh, Title Match Network's YouTube channel is always a great place to go because they have stuff from all kinds of different promotions. Uh, and it's almost always pretty awesome. Usually, yes. All right, Zach. Well, that is all of our matches this week. So that just leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flashback to last week and bring uh, and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Uh, Zach, do you remember who went first in the double down last week? I believe that I did. All right, so I'll I'll kick us off this week in the double down. You gave me another match for Mission Pro Wrestling. Yes, very Mission Pro heavy this week. Yeah, and next week will be uh, a different promotion heavy. But <laughs> uh, you gave you gave me Genocide versus Holly Dead uh, at Mission Pro Wrestling in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Yep. This match was this match honestly almost to me suffered from the same issue as the last match we talked about mm. where I expected a lot and it ended up being fine but then there was a point in the middle where it like flipped and just like got really really good for me oh you baited I was like oh shit I was like oh uh, and then suddenly hit me it with, was oh. like it was like fine up until the point where they fought in the axe throwing spot the axe throwing uh, yes. area yeah, the commentator's booth slash axe-throwing handle mm-hmm. target area. Yes, yes. Once they got there, it started getting way more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I started having way more fun with the match. I, uh, I don't, I'm not going to go over too many of the spots since we talked about them all last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to talk about like the, gen- how the, how the in general how this match was. Yeah. Um, what, like Once once they got to the axe-throwing area, it kind of like turned around for me completely, and I really ended up enjoying it a lot. Like mm-hmm. uh, When they were... It didn't feel like a norm, like a a tele, like some of the matches, uh, some of the false kind of matches I've seen, where it just feels like a walk and brawl, where they just like walk around and like punch each other every once in a while, mm-hmm. and then drag each other to like where the next spot's supposed to happen. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it actually, saying. it actually felt like a fight the whole time, which was great. Mm. Um, these two just really laid into each other this whole match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell there was no love lost here. Um. And one of my favorite parts is when they finally do make it back into the ring after after they fight on the stage area. Mm-hmm. They make it back to the ring, and uh, Holodead grabs chairs, and yes. they both just set up the chairs and have the slugfest right in the middle. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, that was awesome. And then Holodead hitting that big kick to Genocide and then sitting on the chair and like celebrating, and she's like, yeah, chant for me. Yeah, let's go. And then Genocide hitting her with the cross body in response was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it, but yeah, these two just, like, slammed into each other. The Tree of Woe spot where she had the chair on (laughs) Genocide's, like, face and hits her with a low dropkick was awesome. Uh, Genocide reversing the Darkness Falls into the Choke Slam was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, The big spine buster from Holly Dead to answer back. Like, these two were just throwing the book at each other (laughs) and just hitting hitting each other with huge moves back and forth. Like... It was like spine buster, choke slam, tombstone. Like what? <laughs> like the, uh, at one point, Holodead hits the darkness falls and genocide kicks out. Mm-hmm. And then genocide hits a tombstone and Holodead kicks out. It's yep. like what the hell is happening? Yep. Um, and then like you said last week, the ending was that roll up that happened where like 
it was like a weird kind of roll up and mm-hmm. the way uh genocide trapped holiday and got the one two three there with that was yes actually pretty interesting and i and like i think i think you made this point i didn't hate it you know mm-hmm. it was like these two were destroying each other all match and you would expect this match to end with like one big move but the entire match was big moves and the entire ma- the entire match they were just killing each other so it made sense to me that a roll up might get the job done because these two were already exhausted, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like the way the match ended. Um, it didn't. It, it it let us get to the point where like you got that nice handshake at the end because you know Holiday wasn't like completely knocked out from the finish. Yes. Like one of them wasn't like completely just like dead from the finish. It felt it still felt good enough to be like, all right, we had a good fight, uh, handshake, hug, do the whole nine, you know, respect for each other. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, and I really like this match in general. I thought it was solid. Uh, like I said, it really turned around for me uh, around the axe throwing spot because uh, it started out kind of slow for me. Otherwise, uh, I give this match a high meh. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Zach, what match did I give you to watch for the double down this week? You gave me Willow Nightingale versus MV Young at Enjoy Wrestling. I am very excited to hear you talk about this one. I'm obviously, like Mikey said, I'm not going to go too into the whole match because Mikey went over this quite well last week. So I'll just talk about the parts of the match that I enjoyed. Uh, first thing I actually liked was the beginning bit of this match where uh, Young wasn't taking Nightingale seriously. And like slowly but surely, Nightingale began to become more like, not more, I'm going to say more confident, but like, yeah, confident and like dominant in how she was just beating him down. Mm-hmm. And like, you could <laughs> you could see uh, Young like start to act the way I expect him to. And that's the part I liked about the most probably was just that it was interesting to see Young booked like this in comparison to the many other matches I've seen him in where he has not been like the, not weaker, but uh, not as strong at the time person mm-hmm. in the match, best way to put it. I also love that right before Young started to take Willow seriously, she he tried to run away and she threw him into the door near the entrance. <laughs> and just the way, just like the fact he got thrown into a fucking door. <laughs> Yeah, maybe laugh more than should have. I was like, all right. Yeah, well, like he was trying to leave, but Willow's like, no, no, no. Uh, the only way you're gonna see this door is when your head slams into it. Yes. And uh, let's see what else. I also like the spots a lot. The uh, spots, the strikes in this match a lot. Oh, the yeah. chops were very good. Mm-hmm. They were on par with what I was expecting from both competitors. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially when MV decided to not hold back on the chops like he was in the beginning. Yeah, like he was going like eh, at the beginning, yeah. and she was just <laughs> she was like, doing like really like baby chops at just, the beginning. He was giving her the baby chops, and she was like, "I will chop your tattoo off your chest, man." Yeah, it's like, please hit me back harder. She's like, "I know you're better than this." Everyone knows that the leader of the Polyam cult is better than this. Exactly, and he definitely showed his shit. Mm-hmm. See, the next spot that I liked a lot was uh, after Willow hit Young with the German, and they were both knocked because uh, she then hit Young with this amazing-looking hip attack. Followed by the running forearm to the face, and then she popped up with several clotheslines after Young hit her with a high knee to the face, and then she finishes off with her spine buster. It's just like a great, like very fast series of of uh, momentum and strikes that I liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I've decided. I think I figured out at this point. I'm just a sucker for a good looking hip attack too. Like if it, you've got a oh good yeah, hip if attack, you do a good like, hip attack, you're solid. Yeah, hundred percent. Next spot of this that I liked a lot was uh, when Young hit Willow with the uh, spinning side slam after she tried to get him up on her shoulders in a fireman's carry position. Because mm-hmm. it was like this, like, like you said, it was like kind of like a blue thunderbomb, but it was like not all the way to a blue thunderbomb. 
I also really like that the uh, the force that he got behind as well as the impact, especially considering how large Willow is, for him to like pick her up and slam her to the mat as smoothly as he did. Yeah. You can tell these two have definitely like wrestled each other several times that they had chemistry in this match. Oh, of course. Yeah, you can tell they they, they definitely knew each other for they definitely like knew each other's style for sure. Yeah, and uh, the la- the next thing I to talk about for the wrestling part of this match would probably be the finishing sequence of this match, which was really good. Okay, talk about it. So this came after Willow hit a fantastic looking a fantastic looking missile dropkick off the top rope on Young, because mm-hmm. Young then started to make a series of cu- a series uh, started to make a comeback with a series of elbows to Willow's upper chest, just bop bop bop, and then Willow sent him flying with a pounce when he tried to run at her. That was awesome. He ran the ropes. Love that. And then Willow lifted him up on her shoulders, and Young kicked out, kicked out like the back of her knees to get out of it, mm-hmm. and then hit her with a shining wizard to the back of the head. That's number five, I think, this time, folks. That I've said that exact finish because he wins it with that exact shining wizard. The finish, this match, the ending, this finish of this match, I had very similar thoughts to you, which was. I can't help but that finish felt a bit sudden and kind of, in, like, not out of nowhere, but just too soon. Right? Like, you wanted them to fight more. Like, like I, you this wanted match... this match to go on. Which is, which is honestly one of the, uh, to me, I think it's, like, one of the best criticisms we can give because it was just, like, basically us saying this match was so good we wanted to see more of them yeah. fight. Like, <laughs> like, I was left with the feeling of, like, wanting to see them just go at each other more for, like, give them, like, five, ten more minutes to just keep going at it. I, I want to see Nightingale and MV have, like, a half-hour long, like, slugfest. Put these two in an Iron Man match? I'd be happy with that. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Oh. Overall, I thought the match itself was just really good. It was just solid in all aspects of it, and it had a potential to be, like, really, really good if they had been given more time. Mm-hmm. I agree. For that, I think I was torn, because I was like, I kind of want I was torn between a meh and a high meh for this, because it was good, but it, nothing really stood out for me a ton outside of the beginning portion of this match. But at the same time, like, it just had that potential that I could just feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I'll give this match, I'll give this match a meh for now. So good. It's a great match. Fair. I just, I just like, God, like them not like me just wanting to see more. I guess is like, it's good, but it was also negative for my feeling towards the match. Funnily enough, because like it was like a good comp. It's a good thing to say, but I was just kind of like, so close. Just it's like it's literally the Star Wars when you're like you were this close, yeah, this close, this close to greatness. Still a good match, and I would if you told me either of these two are wrestling each other, I would hundred percent be on board watching that. Also, last comment. Commentary was good in this match, too. Effie did a good job of, like, telling the little story between these two. Even if the two of him and the other commentator... I don't even know who the other commentator was, unfortunately. Sorry about that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm better with this type of stuff. Uh, even if they stump, like, talked over each other a bit sometimes, but you can't expect to be perfect with someone all the time. I mean, they did yeah. a good job of, like, explaining, like, each person's, like, motivations and stuff. Like, if you've never met MV Young, like, Effie did a good job of explaining Young's whole deal. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's good. I always like when uh, commentators enhance the match as opposed to taking away from it. Yeah, me too. So yeah, solid match overall. Yeah. Very solid week of wrestling for at least me in general this week. Yeah, just a very, uh, a very, very decent, you're right, just a very decent uh, week of wrestling. <laughs> Lots of solid matches. We had a big mark out with Kaylee Ray and Emi Sakura. Uh, oh, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, dude, it, it's, you're, I think you're going to love it. This, this match seems right up your alley in terms of just like the style of wrestling you enjoy 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll really like that match, so I can't wait for, to hear what you think about it next week. So stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, now that all the matches are out of the way, that just leaves the plugs. Uh, remember to subscribe to this channel. Uh, let, uh, I think it's changed on Apple Podcasts now. Now it's like a follow instead of a subscribe. Uh, so I guess go follow us on Apple Podcasts. You can still leave that five-star review, though. And if you leave a five-star review and you leave a comment uh, with the five-star review, we'll shout you out on the show, of course. Uh, and if you suggest a match to us, uh, which you could do over on our Twitter, at CountOutPod, send us your match suggestions. No AEW, no WWE, no uh, Edge, New, New Japan. Uh, so if you have any indie wrestling matches you want us to review or take a look at that you think are very, very good or very, very bad, uh, let us know, and we will also shout you out on the show for that, uh, for giving us an awesome suggestion. Uh, and you can go check out the rest of the shows here on the Countout Network, such as Hit the Books, which I do with my co-host Ryan Nightsey every single Friday, uh, where we book SmackDown and SmackDown and Raw every single week. Uh, we have our own we have our own rosters, our own pay-per-views, our own everything. Uh, it's big fantasy booking, so if you're into that, go follow Hit the Books as well and go check out that show. Uh, and you can go check out other cool shows here on the network, such as Your Dose of Death and How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. Uh, we have any 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 wrestling itch you need scratched, we can do with the Cannot Network. Uh, and if there's anything that you want to know that we haven't mentioned here yet, go check out CannotPod.com for any more info on the show. And if you want, we we have our first ever T-shirt for sale officially now. Uh, pre-orders are long done by now, but you can still go and buy this shirt over on CountOutPod.com slash store. Uh, it is our first ever shirt, and obviously all proceeds from the shirt will go directly to the CountOut Network and help us grow and become better for you and put out better content for you to listen to and check out. So if you let, if you appreciate the CountOut Network and want to rep the brand, uh, go check out CountOutPod.com slash store. Uh, and I believe that does it for the plug. Zach, you got anything? No. Didn't think so. Uh, so that just leaves me with... Oh, no, we have to... We, that does not leave me with nothing left to say yet because we have to give you our preview of next week's matches that we are uh, going to check out. So, Zach, what are you bringing to the table next week? All right, let's do this shit. All right. So, for next week, I have Robo, the Punjabi lion, going against Logan Easton LaRoe at Beyond Wrestling. Classic yeah. here at Countout. Yep. And then I am going to bring us Miranda Alice versus Ricky Starks at Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Ooh, I like these matches already. These are good. Now, hit me with yours. What you got? Yeah, next week I am bringing to the table Heidi Lovelace, a.k.a. Ruby Riot, uh, and Kimberly taking on Chris Dickinson and Sammy Callahan uh, from Beyond Wrestling in an intergender tag team match. And I am also bringing another intergender match to the table with Trisha Dora taking on Lee Moriarty at Battle Club Pro. This is this is already without even watching any of these <laughs> matches. This is this is going to be a this is this is going to be a good week. Yeah, next week's gonna next week's gonna be pretty awesome. It sounds like so go so uh, stay tuned for that. And of course, we're gonna leave the match revolt checking out as a surprise because we don't want to spoil everything that's not gonna happen next week. So if you wanna if you wanna know what that's gonna be. You're gonna just have to. You're just gonna have to be here next week and listen. Just gonna have to stay and stick around. Sorry, yes, to, sorry to tell you. You're just gonna have to subscribe and stick around uh, to know. Uh, and uh, yeah. So now that now that we've uh, gotten everything out of the way, that just leaves with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.